Welcome, and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source of in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We are hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the players and discuss possible changes to the golf ball. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast, episode 81. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. Just stacking back-to-back episodes, stacking weeks. That's how. That's how you. That's how you get to those high-numbered episodes. You got We got to get a little streak going. That's right. That's right. It's good. It's good to do it back-to-back. Get back in the swing of things here. Um, great week of golf. Uh, just coming off the the players the players championship here. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Some news on uh, rolling back the golf ball, and then we'll take a look at a little little peek little peek ahead to to the masters and some upcoming tournaments here like the bells bar. So, um, have you, have you gone to the range at all this week? Have you gotten, obviously I, I doubt you could play. I have not. No, I've not yeah. gone to either. Um, I mean, is the, we had a rough weekend here in Northern California <laughs> in general. So I don't think many people got out to the range. Most courses no. were closed. Yeah. I saw, yes. I saw Harding. <laughs> the, I bet you those, the, the driving range blew over again at Harding. I wouldn't doubt Had it. Dude. To have. Uh, <laughs> that was stronger winds and that caused the that that was this the has been more rain five and... times it's blown over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Uh yeah, so it's been really hard to practice, dude. And um I got a tournament coming up at the end of this month um with Mikey, and we're trying to get ready to play Poppy Hills, which is a really challenging course um down there in Pebble Beach. And like I it's impossible to practice. Like I can only do so much in my garage. Just got a uh, got a putt in the garage, putt at home. Yeah, and then I went to I, I did go to the range on Saturday when it, the wind was down a little bit and the rain was down a little bit and just had the worst probably just the worst rain session I've had all year. So not looking too not looking too good so far. Um but there's good you'll, weather right now. So You'll be all right. You'll be all right. You you I don't know. can't fault yourself for a bad rainy day wet session isn't it funny though it sure doesn't take a lot to to just absolutely wreck your confidence you can be playing well for so long and you're like oh this is me now this is me permanently forever here's a hot take not a hot take i enjoy watching golf in the rain like pros play golf in the rain but Mm -hmm. i'm not a huge like play golf through the elements type guy um <laughs> in particular like it, when it's hella wet i've been out there and it's been hella wet it's just it's like shit dude this isn't if it's coming down i'm i'm either gonna pull over and get like you know under a tree for a little while and maybe try mm-hmm. to wait like 20 minutes or i'm just almost i'm out because i guess the, the puddles you guys endured the fucking ridiculous this of like vanden bro you're out there like right. vortex uh that's <laughs> that's too much for me that's too much for me <laughs> dude I, I i completely can hear what you're saying i don't particularly like it either it's my least favorite form of golf for sure uh i think if the course can handle it it's one thing you know yeah like it, yeah it, yeah it, but but if it's like a slog like las Positas when we played a couple weeks ago like that, that's that's not really all that great um yeah and that when wasn't nearly as bad because it wasn't actually physically raining on us at the time. Exactly. Like, then if you, I mean, imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> understand like on a trip, you know, if you, that's obviously centered around golf or if you're playing mm-hmm. like St. Andrews and that shit, but. Um, Give me Scottsdale yeah, golf I, any day. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> dude. Exactly. Um, but that could even be rough in the summertime, you know, like one million degrees. But golf, you can play. I'd rather I can play golf when it's hella hot. It's fine. Yeah. You can't walk, but you know, definitely you can get it done. And you gotta seriously cut back the the booze intake and drink like a bajillion waters. Yeah, you drink water all day and and never have to pee. Uh, <laughs> all right sorry i got a sidetrack i got a sidetrack no uh, all good so yeah i'm gonna put in some work with with dylan tomorrow dylan smith golf and uh hopefully get some shit corrected before we before we go down and get a get a week's worth of of work in before we go down and play that tough course yeah um, dude, poppy you're, you'll be fine you guys you, you guys are playing a lot this the thinking of me trying to go play poppy sounds terrifying like having not <laughs> played very much at all but I got confidence in you fellas and you guys know that course too. You played it before. So right. you guys will do just fine. Hopefully, hopefully we get a nice stretch of weather. So it's not all muddy and shit. And... There's still going to be a couple days of rain, but like a little bit of rain, not... no ARs, no ARs coming through. No, 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 okay. no atmospheric <laughs> rivers for a change, man. Like God to have two of them in a three month period in California is just absurd. Anyway. Um, talking about absurd courses obviously pete dies course out there uh tbc sawgrass excellent tournament for a few days uh sunday has some great some a little bit of drama but just another absolute dominating performance by scotty scheffler ran away with it on sunday uh i mean he he won it on saturday too right it was no i text you saturday morning before because I had Svenny boy who was in the lead, but I was like, right. Dude, Scotty Scheffler's good. He's <laughs> that's the only person I'm worried about. And he's going to fucking win this thing for sure. Dude, the tree, he was just, like I said, before going into it, I bet on him obviously. And just going into the tournament, he's the tree. He's, he, he's there at the beginning of the tournament during the tournament and at the end of the tournament. And he's going to be there long after you and I are gone. He's just yep. going to be there immovable. He's... And he stays it's up crazy. There. Yeah. It, it, it's nuts just watching him play and just want to take a moment to appreciate his, I mean, his ascent uh, to the top here, you know, he's back number one golfer in the world. Uh, and that's after Rom just dominated the beginning of this year. That shows that how Scotty was still hanging around up there on the leaderboards for all these other tournaments. And he has another, and obviously he defended his title, which kept him in the thick of things. Uh, yeah. He wins the waste management. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy. He's, 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 uh, he can retire and fuck, you know, be uh, an all time at this point from just a, a year, a little over a year span of playing golf, like a 16 month span. I think, I think that's accurate to say watching him play too is I don't think he really played all that great on Sunday, you know, and I don't think he played all that great uh, overall in terms of he didn't really roll in too many long putts. He just hits green after green. And when he misses the green, his short game's incredible. That, yeah, he had two chip-ins on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah. And, and especially so. that, that short that short-sided hole out he had on eight, that par three. Yeah, yeah. That's That's got bogey written all over it. Like, if you're trying to chase him down and you see him do that, it's just like, okay. Like, well, that, that yeah, was dude, like... You give him, like, those chip-ins that are either for birdie or eagle, and he's just... Or, yeah, it's tough. Because then he... He's just nails all the way through. It's good. So here, I got a question for you, right? We see this 
quite a bit. These like the little ultra micro ultra successful, like micro cycle of, of golfers, right? Mm-hmm. Like Spieth, JT, obviously, um, who am I spacing on? Brooks, right? Where yeah. these guys are good for like a two year span. DJ's kind of, he's been good for longer that, than that, in my opinion. But like, you know, where they're just killing it, winning everything in like a two, two year span. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of have a little fall off. So do you think that Scotty's due for the fall off like in the, at the end of the season or as this season goes on? Or do you think it's, you know, do you think he's puts together two crazy seasons? He could win the, like the Dell again. There's still so many championships right. he could win. Right. Uh, yeah. I, and, and that, like, how long can he sustain it? That's, you know, like he's, he's up in there. That's what obviously makes the, the big cat so crazy how good he was back in the day where he was winning like crazy, but he's like slowly putting himself creeping towards that out of that little micro cycle of success and into just, you know, the long, long-term type success on the tour. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, when you see his game, you know, he doesn't, he's not a guy that's going out there and hitting it, you know, within inches, you know, hitting knock-ins, draining super long putts. It's almost boring to watch him. So that yeah. kind of makes me think that it, it's uh, sustainable because it, it's not like he's just doing anything crazy at the moment. Um, he's not even that great of a putter on tour. The one His thing iron that, shots are crazy. They're great. No, don't get me wrong. He's a big guy. So I think that, you know, he's not going to, uh, he doesn't have to work too hard for things like distance, watching him drive the ball all four days. That was a, the driver was an absolute weapon. The and one thing. His- iron so high too dude right. right like that's that's what when i watch him i'm like god damn that's the one thing where he like you know his because i agree not that it that's a good thing uh but right that's like his one standout thing where i think he does everything else like just still really really well there's no mm-hmm. hole in his game at all but i'm always amazed watching him hit some of those high shots that he just cuts over trees and shit on the course and sticks them hella close Seemingly yeah. in very clutch situations as well. Definitely. My, my one concern with him is uh, he's got a little bit of an unorthodox driver swing. You know, he's got that foot that kind of slides out. And yeah. whenever you see moves like that, you wonder if the timing can ever get off. You know, it's not quite a mm-hmm. Matthew Wolf by, you know, and it's not like a Jim Furyk or anything, but he's, he's one of one. He's the only person who does that. So it just makes whenever I see a, a move like that, I kind of wonder now he doesn't do that on his on any other club. You know what I mean? So yeah, with it's, the crazy it's just, footwork. Yeah, right. So uh, with all that said, you know, like I said, he's a bigger guy. So um, I don't think the the season's going to be like a wear and like wear and tear on him too much. Um, I think that tournaments like the U.S. Open where you have where the rough is, a you know, a foot tall he's going to be able to, to hang in there. He hung in in this oh, last yeah. U.S. Open. I just, he, he, his game suits every major with the exception of the British Open if you get a ton of wind. And hitting those high shots doesn't really bode well for you um, when you're playing in those types of conditions. But again, we're talking about a scenario that it has to line up right for him to play yeah. well. So, uh, yeah, I just... Like I like I, I wanted to take a moment just to like to appreciate how well he's playing, um, how consistent he is. Like it's it's crazy how he's been, you know, at the top of these leaderboards for over a year now. Uh, I'm not sure how many cuts he's missed, but I'd be surprised if it was many. Um, huh. 
<laughs> very, very little. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's just incredible to win the players championship. Uh, he was in the thick of things for, uh, the, the FedEx the US cup, o- the FedEx cup, the U S open, and then to, to have won the masters and have the year he had last year. Question for you. Do you think that he has that, that he has a better year than last year? Oh, I mean, he, you know, he's, he's set. He's yeah. He's got all the majors, right. Um, the U S opens at what LA country club, right. I'm not, which I'm not that familiar with. Um, I have no idea where the British open is or the PGA, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I should know the, I think the British opens at Royal port rush. Yeah. Port rush. I was just going to say, uh, I know um, I thought it was port rush. I don't know where the PGA is at, but yeah, dude, you got to think he's he, he the way he's playing for sure. Um, he, obviously, Augusta suits his eye well. He's coming back as defending champ um, with a great, mind you, a great, a great um, master's dinner menu that I saw today on social dude, media. Gotta I mean, should we some credit for that? We yeah, we definitely got let's let's go over that because I mean, uh, I, I completely agree. I was looking at it and it's the best one I've seen it in recent memory. Um Let's see here. I got it. One second. We got cheeseburger sliders, firecracker. Yeah, serve Scotty style, whatever that means. I mean, he's got firecracker shrimp, tortilla soup, Texas ribeye steak, or black and redfish. I, I mean, come on, get that Texas ribeye, and then the skillet, the chocolate chip skillet cookie. That 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 hits your boy right in the heart because that's one of my favorite favorite desserts. Um, all t- I mean, it, it's an all timer. I think it's an, an all time yeah. great. Like I would, if I was going out to dinner right now to have that, that would be great. It'd be incredible. That's it's that's a uh, yeah, outstanding. So, dude, I mean, he can he can he can definitely have a great year. Uh, I mean, he's already got a great year. He's won the waste man. He won two tournaments. So you got to think he's got to be a favorite going back into match play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it, I I don't see. I mean, it's tough to say if he has a better year, right? Because he's still won the Masters, but he's on he's on track to definitely surpass what he did last year. Um, and I think, I think if you win if you win a major and the players like you know Cam Smith did last year, um, I think that might be close to yeah to topping uh, it. The players, I got to say, I don't know if the players can be as touted as the fifth major anymore without some of the players that were missing over the weekend. I I definitely would have loved to like that leaderboard. Aside from Scheffler, it got a little bit packed, but I mean, it uh, almost made an argument for the PGA's (laughs) their their new format because a bunch of guys, big names got cut and just or just didn't really play that well. But uh, I definitely missed some of the live boys out there. So, and, and talent wise, they, those dudes still bring it, right? They were all top twenties last year, or not all of them, but a, a handful of them were like we talked about. So I don't, I I'm not, it's not a knock on the players as a tournament, but it just, I'm just saying, I don't know if it can be as touted. It has as much clout as the fifth major, like it had previously. I can I completely agree with that. I mean, you're missing. We counted how many 10, 12 guys that were in the top 33 last yeah. week, and they're all gone. 
Um, and you're right because the leaderboard didn't kind of did kind of thin out in terms of big names towards you know towards you had the some guys Hatton had a big name on her had a big day on Sunday like it was still fun to watch right for sure so, definitely um, Sawgrass is such a fun course especially when it's playing tough so but. It just wasn't, you know, I, I, again, I thought it was a great tournament. I just don't think it's fifth major status as it, yeah. as it quite used to be. Um, of these, like, uh, of these second tier guys, not second tier, but like guys going for second place, obviously Hatton had an incredible finish to the round. But of those names in that top 10 there, who are you pulling for at the end of the tournament? Other than Sheffield. <laughs> I I I do I like I like Min Woo because um, I'm obviously I'm a fan of Minji Lee and I I think he, he's he's good he just he needed that dude he's a young young fella who's won mm-hmm. on smaller tours he needed to get his ass whipped on a Sunday and kind of just you know it's a good learning curve for him um, so him I, let me pull up the rest of the leaderboard I mean dude all those guys it uh. I was trying, I was hoping Cantley had a good round. Like it was fun. Hideki Hideki was making a good run for a little bit. Sanjay was making a good run, but then everyone kind of just uh fizzled out there towards I, the very it, end. It seemed like everybody kind of made a mistake, like one mistake going uh, yeah. me, going in going into it there at the end. And Scotty made he made one bogey, I think, in the entire round, and that was really it. Hoagie, Hoagie was hella fun to watch over the weekend. Those two rounds that yeah. round he put together on Saturday, and then he came out Sunday and just nailed a few birdies uh, to keep it rolling. That was definitely impressive. So, yeah, dude, it was still a very fun tournament. Very fun. Yep, I think, uh, yeah, Scheffler had two bogeys, but he avoided, like, any big numbers, like a double no, bogey or no anything like that. No double or shit, yeah. quad bogeys like some of these guys were putting up. Yep. Um, yeah, it was, I thought, it was, I thought it was exciting in terms of the, the battle for second place, but Hatton really turned it on. What an impressive finish. I mean, you got Hovland there, uh, T3 with, with Hoagie, which is great. Um, I mean, Hoagie's third round 62 was incredible. Set a course record. What a, I mean, that's, that's absurd. What a, yeah, he just barely a, made the cut on way, uh, way to get back in. Yeah. Dude, I mean that's a couple of holes on Friday that you know seemingly don't care. It's an argument for the cut, bro. That's a that's a <laughs> uh, that his little swing that he had to get him to make the cut and then fire off a sixty-two, follow it up with a nice two under, got him paid yeah. top three, which is like I don't know, I got him a solo third, tied for tied for third rather, but he still walked away with probably like what had to be like a couple mil from that finish there. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, Hideki made a charge there. He kind of just, I think he had a double at some point that yeah. took him out of it. He was playing well. You got Homa. Uh, Homa had a good Sunday. Yep. And yeah, he had a good Saturday. That's a guy also for the cut, right? He shot even par the first two days and then a nice 67 and 69 to finish. And he was making a run there um, on Sunday as well. Did Spieth hit some guy and it bounced off him. Oh, on yeah. Friday, and then he made the cut. He made, I think, he made a par or a birdie after it. It bounced back into the fairway. They were saying that what he ended up uh, getting that guy was like peanuts. You know, he he made the cut. Uh, the guy single handedly kept him from making the cut. Told him he can have quote literally anything he wants. And I think 
he just got him a couple masters tickets and like signed some stuff was the i mean dude that's, i know i know that's that's fine i'm i'm also making sure he hooks me up with like the the you know the hospitality seats on 18 and shit too yeah i i in think a, uh, in a in a grip of them yeah how, how how many yeah how many tickets you asked for what are you what are you asking speed for if you save his round at the players dude uh, that masters tickets is a great one for sure uh mm-hmm. then i'm asking for a bunch of signed shit like i don't think that that's outrageous and then yeah i want i want the i want like the luxury box jumper pass to just boom and like yeah. maybe like for like three other people yeah not too I, much I, I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm getting uh, some it, within the ropes passes for a random tournament. Uh, may, maybe uh, for Pebble one of these years. I know because we know he plays that one every year. Mm-hmm. And definitely, it's just it's just give me the best master shit you can. And I want I want to go to the, to the champions dinner. Get me in there. Yeah, that would be sweet. That would be sweet. <laughs> um, That's a tall task, though. No, for sure. I, I, I thought that was great that he actually got got the guy something. Um, anything else you want to cover on the players? I think that's all I got on the players. All right. Uh, other big news this week was the discussion of rolling back the golf ball by the USGA and the Royal and ancient. It's not planned. It definitely won't be in the work implemented until 2026 at the earliest. Um, and it would only be implemented for the U S and British opens as it stands right now. Um, on average, it would be about 10 to 15 yards distance loss. It would be a special ball for just those two tournaments at the moment. All other tournaments would still use the current, you know, uh, model of golf ball with the current specs that are still legal. Uh, That's perhaps the dumbest part of the whole thing. Right. So go on though. Sorry to interrupt you. Go on. All good. Uh, All good. (laughs) Because you're, 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 you're heading right down the same road. So there's initial outrage from all the players. All the players are, um, you know, of course. <laughs> yeah. All the players are talking about why am I going to be playing one ball for ever, for the entire year. And then for two majors play something different. Um, so I can totally understand that. And then they're trying to pander to, and this is something I'm starting to notice, especially with all the live news and stuff like that. They really do try to give you that, that, that little, they try to tug at your heartstrings for for their arguments and they're like <laughs> what you know jt saying one of the beautiful things about about golf is you know anybody in this room can go out and play the same equipment that i do sure i have <laughs> yeah, a yeah. sure i have a custom yeah. grind on my wedge yeah sure i got you know it's been I, and i've hit every other wedge and grind available and fucking yes, tracked <laughs> exactly <laughs> I'm, I'm i got all my numbers dialed in so there, there was initially outrage. The manufacturers are saying this is bullshit. You know, nobody wants to, n- nobody that I heard thinks it's a good, good idea. Um, they're talking about the bifurcation, which was the goddamn word of the week. Oh my God. Brando I, had to be, he had to have been trolling with, with, <laughs> with some of that. Right. I, I mean, I, yeah. that's what made me feel better about it is I was like, this fool is definitely just fucking with people. Is that like, really a word? First of all, who makes that many? Who replies to that? It makes that long of a reply tweet. Just post a blog, motherfucker, and, yeah. and link it on your Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, dude, you 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 
grow a beard clicking through the find results of bifurcation on those tweets. I mean, you just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. Okay, bifurcation, the division of something into two <laughs> branches or parts. I mean, that's that's the that's the word. It's it's, it's accurate. That fool got that on like one of those tearaway word of the day calendars. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so it's so true. So <laughs> I do I, I can kind of see what they're trying to do. Right. Um, and so I just want to go over like some pros and cons of it. Right. So like the pros of of deadening the golf ball. And I mean, I, ha- I have a couple. Do you have any off the top of your head? Any pros um, to doing that? Yeah, I mean, actually, no. My only pro would be is that it it forces them to hit a little bit harder of shots and a little bit longer of clubs into certain greens, right? And, mm-hmm. and it all is course dependent. But these dudes losing ten to fifteen yards isn't going to really, I don't think, affect that that much. Which is in part why it's so silly. Like because what is losing 10 to 15 yards after all these dudes carry it three, three fifteen, you know, mm-hmm. like, so what is losing 10 to fit off the tee, obviously, but what, what is the losing 10 to 15 yards of that? Like some of these fools dial that back. Right. It's, right. So it's just, I don't, that's the only kind of benefit I see though. Right. Is, is to see these guys kind of hit are forced to hit like it's in part, a little bit why I like watching ladies golf because they're hitting into greens on average. They're hitting a lot longer irons and stuff, right? Longer right. clubs into the greens, which is harder to do, which is like what we do, right? I don't it's very, I'm having a hell of a day if I'm just going driver wedge all the time at a, at a golf course and around. So like, I, I kind of like to see it in that sense, but overall, no, I'm not a fan at all. That's the only semi pro that I, <laughs> that I can see from this. Yeah. And that's along the same, same lines. Um, you know, it would, it would cap how long courses need to be. It might open up, uh, different courses to being played, but the courses that are played on the PGA tour are pretty much fixed unless it's a major. Yeah. So it would open up different courses to be allowed for maybe the U S open and the PGA. And that's really it. Um, that's one. The other is different shots. Like you're saying different shot shapes, even, you know, if, if there's more spin on the ball like that, they didn't even say like, I couldn't even find whether or not it's going to be more like a softer ball. Is it going to be like how they used to play, you know, not necessarily a ballada, but one that's super, you know, spinny, you know, could they play different shots like that and get it to spin back? Like they, like they used to, you know, that's really adding more creativity to the game. That's, that's really all I got for pros, the cons, um, you know, look, just looking back, far outweigh the pros. <laughs> they absolutely do. Like, like I, like I said, I, I understand the intent. Like, they don't want to just see guys bombing and gouging, right? That's that's where the game's going. Um, we haven't, but, but ever since Bryson got it, won the U.S. Open, we haven't seen that. Right, it happened one time. Bryson's obviously pissed about this, by the way. He he'd be oh, he'd yeah. be he'd be all but irrelevant if they did this shit. Um, but it's an opportunity here for course design. How dare you, by the way? How dare you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we would we <laughs> we would see this is an opportunity here for course design to step their game up. Like we just watched a course with the normal ball 
uh, at TBC Sawgrass, Pete Dye, and the way that he designed that course, it made he made it dip, super difficult. You know, seeing a, seeing a winner at minus 17 second is you know minus 12. Let's say that it like you know split the difference minus 14 after four days. I think that's a that's a quality score. Um, yeah. And that and that was TPC playing with a little bit of rain and playing it super and playing uh, super soft. You know what I mean? Yep. So uh, there's opportunity out there to to, to increase design. Um, I understand that when you do that, it's more of a strain on like nat- natural resources like land and water and yes. all that type of stuff. So I can understand like the environmental impact that they're trying to do with shortening the golf ball. But if you're only going to be because we, <laughs> if, yeah, you're, yeah. If, if you're if you're only going to be doing it for major events like the U.S. Open and the and the British, there's every course that they choose has more than enough land, more than enough resources. Like they're already using a grip, so they're not yeah. gonna they're not gonna go down. They're not gonna be like, oh yeah, let's go ahead and, and shorten this course right on up. Let's cinch dude, we cinch just... up our trousers. They're not gonna do that. We just saw a, a super short Brookline, U.S. Open at Brookline, and old at like the oldest golf club in the United States, or one in the category of of them, right? Mm-hmm. And that that dude, that thing shredded people alive. Yeah, in the U.S. Open, right? So it's like I, I don't, I don't know, I don't get it, I don't get it at all. And it's just kind of piggybacking off what the players are saying too. It's like, you know, it's, it seems like an overstep. It's like, they're trying to solve a problem that isn't a problem. It's a solution for a problem that doesn't exist now for, to go that far to say that this like, is it, Oh, out of nowhere issue. This has been a conversation piece for years now, especially with uh, back to Kepka's you know, streak that he had in 2019. So it's been a handful of years by now that this has been a topic of conversation. Yeah. How do you, how do you kind of bring back these finesse shots and stuff like that? Well, I just saw Scotty Scheffler short-sided over a bunker chip in on a par three. So, I mean, you we're still, we're still they're, seeing, they're still always there. Yeah, exactly. Those opportunities will always present themselves. So. Um, yeah. It's, 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 it's silly. I mean, I hope other, obviously, you know, smaller, the non-major events don't adopt this, right? Like the PGA is mm-hmm. not, I don't think, I, who knows? Um, but like, it's so stupid, dude. It's so for like, majors. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, exactly. The U S open British open. Those are the, like two of the, the most look forward to tournaments. And you just, I don't know. Luckily there's time for it to not happen. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's I, I I like what JT had to say today. It's like, dude, first off, no one actually is dishing out because they kept talking about the 127 mile per hour club head speed. Like no one's swinging right. that actually on course. And it's a huge risk if you do like, you know, if you're just chasing ball speed and distance all the time. It, these guys are there's so much finesse to their game and accuracy to their game at the crazy distance. Like that's what makes it so much so much fun to watch PGA tour pros or, or, you know, and now live pros pro golfers rather mm-hmm. do their fucking thing. Right. Like, especially right. like we've seen it that it, when we're volunteering and stuff, you see these guys talk to their caddies. Oh, I'm going to you know play this high, high shot right over here. Like, they, you know, they're so precise at what they do. So to, and like, like, you know, there's just, 
you, there's a huge the point being they can hit the ball even further right <laughs> like, yeah they're, they're dialing it back there's still so much finesse to their game i don't get it it's it's silly um yeah and to cap them on what they could actually do right so they like you're saying they they do dial it back so i like the fact that oh okay they can juice one up here if they're trying to go for it or be aggressive on a you know on a particular um on a particular hole or particular shot, you know, make, it could be to win a tournament. If you're, if the ball caps out at 127 club head speed, then you're limiting what they have with the options that they have. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you can't, you're, you're taking, you're taking an option or a strategy off the table and no one really likes that. And that goes against what they're saying. like trying to add more strategy and creativity. Well, I think being able to juice it up and try to crush a ball 330. Uh, on a particular hole because you're one you're one down and you have to make birdie on 18. I think that's creative too. You know, that's exciting. People like to yeah. see that. You and know, you're probably taking a creative ass line over some tree or some shit that you shouldn't even be doing in the first place. We saw Bryson DeChambeau <laughs> yeah, go yeah, for the green yeah, at, at the Arnold Palmer. What's more creative than that? We saw him start to play other fucking holes as the the target line on, on in the, at a US Open. I mean, that's why his more... ass is so up in arms. Oh, he, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see you might as well him. curb stomped his puppy or something. Like. <laughs> the Bryson rule, dude, like, God, like it directly impacts him because like, and it, it almost makes you wonder, like if his, <laughs> if him being so like in, in the public eye about chasing speed and chasing distance, if he kind of just kept it to himself and did his thing, and didn't make it so. <laughs> if it, if it, if it, you know what I mean? Wouldn't have came I, back and bit him in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think that this, you know, three years from now, do you think that this ever gets implemented? Or do you think that? I, I don't think so. I think too many players are going to. Uh, I think too many players are going to speak out and, and make a fuss about it. I hope it doesn't, dude. Because Liv that means said, they're going to have to move the other tournaments. Well, go ahead. Liv just said they'll allow you to play any ball you want, even a legal. Of course, ones. that's like a little spot for them to step in, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the perfect opportunity. Oh yeah, they probably are hoping the PGA then kills the balls too, right? And then, right. And it's just live golf. Come out here and watch. Come out here and rip beers and watch drives get ripped. <laughs> uh, golf, but longer. No, it'll be great. <laughs> That's gonna be one of the they'll they'll, uh, they'll cut like a t-shirt deal with Big Johnson if that company's yeah. still around. <laughs> oh my god, uh, they gotta be in some like truck stop somewhere. They gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else on uh, on the ball, dude. Like, I, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, uh, they can't. It can't happen, right? It's... Yeah. I do appreciate though, like, you know, they, they said that this isn't for sure. They're, they're gonna, you know, they're talking to the players. The players have all said that the USGA is having some good conversations and everything. They did kind of slam the USGA because the players don't, they already don't care much for the USGA just because it's essentially a different governing body, you know, that has a kind of its own set of rules and um, they don't like the way the opens are set up a lot of the time. So uh, there is yeah. a bit of contention between that that association and the and the pro golfers. So the one thing I will say about the USGA is they're not trying to embarrass the best golfers in the world. They're simply trying to define them. Oh, <laughs> so uh, 
let's just go ahead and take and end with that. Um, gambling this week, got the Valspar coming up. I did want to check in on the Masters odds um, as well. Let's uh, do it. How, let's do it. How, how'd your bets do? Did you hit on anything? No, I only have winners. So uh, I came close. I forgot. I had uh, Sven up there for first day leader. That was going to be nice. I thought he was going to get it. Um, him to win, but I, I knew I knew he never had a chance to win that tournament. Um, he finished T thirteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he hit like a. I, I think he like tripled. I saw that hole. Yeah, quad bogeyed on Saturday. It was tough too, <laughs> dude. Dude, the the quad bogeys out there and triple bogeys out at Sawgrass are tough. A lot of them come from these guys. They take their same Minwoo. He took his medicine on that whatever like fourth hole. Tried to chip it out or did chip it out of the rough and then fucking flew his ball into the water or landed it and it rolled into the water on his on his approach. So yeah, that's just gut wrenching, you know. Yeah, like you you're see, trying you to see. do the the smart play <laughs> and then it ends up costing you three strokes. Yeah, and I saw guys do the opposite too. They're like, okay, well, I'm just gonna try to advance it as far as I can, and they hit it, and it goes, you know, ten oh, yards. That's what Svensson did. He tried yeah. to take a baseball swing out of the, the that hella thick ass rough, and then he that's went right. to the like other side rough, but like ten yards in front, and just hooked it. Yep. And then he just yeah he he made a total mess of it. Brutal. Uh, <laughs> A brutal but, game, man. But no, nothing, nothing came through. Um, but that's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, I had, I just had Scheffler. I think Tagala was my other guy. Um, and Tagala, I think finished dead last of the guys who made the cut. Yeah, he he didn't have a good week. No. Um, no. I I, 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 on... I should have taken a guy who who said that he sucks three days before the tournament started. I should not have taken him. Yeah. But yeah. We, yeah. we all got hopes. We all got hopes for him. Though. I thought maybe back. he was just doing that. Cause he wanted to get better odds to bet on himself. Kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, are you looking at the Valspar right now? Dude. So the Valspar is a little better than I thought it was going to be. Um, must say right. I'm going to bet. I'm going to bet uh, a couple first rounds. I think I'm gonna bet the butler, Wyndham Clark. I think he's like plus he's like 40, I don't know, plus 40 something 40 to one to to go first round leader. I think I'm gonna do Sam Burns as like kind of a favorite. You got Burns, you got JT, you've got uh Spieth, Maddie Fitz, those are the big names. So it's a it's a good field, actually. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. I'm going Sam Burns, I'm going Wind, excuse me, Wyndham Clark. Oh, oh, and then Maverick McNeely as first round leaders. That's all I'm betting. Then I'm watching Liv over the. Then I'm watching Liv Scottsdale over the weekend. They're in Scottsdale this weekend. I think so. Yeah. Oh, right on. It's nice to see Phil. Phil, I saw Phil all over social media today, which was uh, nice to see Phil doing well, and he's talking about going to the Masters and looking forward to seeing his buddies. So. I missed it's dude. It stinks not seeing Phil around as much, you know, after his little hiatus. He looks he looks a little different. Yeah, he, uh, look, he, he looks old. <laughs> he, he, he he looks like uh he spent a lot of time indoors. Uh for the past. stressed. Yep. Um poor guy. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple top tens. I'm just gonna go with a Bo Hostler. Haven't okay. bet him in I a like minute. that. I like that. 
and I'm going to go with a Pearson Cootie. I got oh I got, your guy. I got cooties this week. I'm going to go ahead and uh and pick those two for the ballast bar. That's really it. Top ten, nothing special. Um, and then let's take a peek at the uh, the Masters here. The Masters please. odds. I'm going to pull yeah. these up here too. So it's it, it cracks me up, dude. Last year, last year in November. So I guess a year and a half ago when I bet Scheffler and Will Zalatoris, they were both plus 4,500 to win the Masters, okay? Going into the Masters right now, early market, Scheffler is plus 800 to win. That was That's lower odds than he was to win the players. It's a smaller field, I understand that, but um, that's absurd. You got John Rahm plus 900, and then Rory, plus a thousand those are the, the three main guys and then you kind of get to the second tier yeah. second tier guys here and just you know just looking at who's that plus 4500 you got tiger woods and tom kim and then it gets to terrell hatton uh that's not in a terms bad bet. hatton i was looking at hatton i mean i like that bet hatton look at a guy like cam young at plus four thousand Mm-hmm. Um, what about the the live guys are playing right? So all live guys, guys are what... playing. So you got Cam Smith is the first live guy plus sixteen hundred. What about uh, the uh, what about the uh, one of the South American boys, some Jocko or like some Abe Answer? Yeah, um, so Jocko's at plus fifty five hundred. Um, and I saw Abe Answer way down. Mito Pereira plus eleven thousand. Jocko had a good first round. Last year, I was on a first-round leader. Abe answered Ooh. plus 12-5. I like maybe even either one of those guys. His little long pony. I mean... I'm trying to find the golf odds. So. The, the field is so small, and it's... Uh, well, you see the, the guys betting, down at the, the bottom. The betting field, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, Dude... I don't want to get I don't want to get on this too early, but I'm just looking at, at John Rom and, and Scheffler. How great would that be to have them kind of battling it out um for this tournament? I mean, that's where your common sense would tell you is gonna happen. Yeah, so I'm bet, looking bet, here. bet them versus the field. That would be I would take that bet. DJ twenty two to one for DJ. I like that. Um, I mean, he, he's got better odds than Matthew Fitzpatrick and uh I mean, plus four thousand for Matt Fitzpatrick. I really like. I mean, I like that. Yep. Him, yep. I, I might. I might get him. Him, Cam Young, and what's, what's what's twenty to one for Max Homa? Okay. Um. Who else? I do like Max Homa though to to cause a stir in the Masters. Um, yep. Yep, but dude, it's just interesting to see. It's interesting to see, you know. I mean, I tell you, I like Jocko as a long shot. Fifty. You're right, Matt Fitzpatrick at forty. Sam Burns, forty-five to one. Yeah, I got Sam Burns here at seven thousand. Um. Oh yeah, dude. That's interesting. That's a pretty big discrepancy. But yeah, so. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. We only got a few weeks here till the Masters Easter Sunday. It's going to be Masters Sunday as well. 
should be. Yeah. Good. What's what's that on bet bet online? Is bet that online. The, uh... Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, I got some cash in my bet online account. I'm going to take those odds. Forty <laughs> five. Um, should we should we wrap up here with our up and down? We forgot to do that sure. last week, by the way. Let's let's go with the down. What do you got? Um, down. These fools trying to change the golf ball. It's silly. Um, I don't like that at all. Uh, other downs, the wind, the rain here in California. I'm ready for it to be springtime. Um, hopefully go play some golf. And ooh, that's that's I think that's those are the only downs I got, bro. Not a lot of downs going on. Yeah, it's the it's just the, been the weather for us as well. All is good. All is good in the in the life of the Durans over here. Um, glad that mostly everything else is good with you as well. And then from my up, get to see you Saturday in person. Hell yeah. Pump for that. There's also better weather on the horizon. No more atmospheric river. It might be a little bit of rain, which is, hey, that's okay. Cup and one, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No ARs, though. No ARs. And then um, daylight savings, which means twilight rounds are back. So yep. looking forward to, to getting a few of those in. Um, I know a guy who is, is going on some paternity leave and yep. uh, might, might suit his schedule. So, yep. Um, yes, those. indeed. And then the new mattress, everybody spend money on a good mattress. It's good for your, it's good for your body. It's good for your, your sleep, your mental health. Do it. All right. That's all I got. Um, my ups, I'm going on paternity leave here as of like two days from now, which I'm juiced for hang out with my son, sneak in some golf when he starts daycare a little bit. Um, and just, just, watch a lot of golf consume a lot of golf content uh so i'm juiced for that um daylight savings that's a great great one dude uh it's just a great time of year whether you're a golf or not but twilight rounds awesome then um oh dude uh one of my one of my clients he's leaving me in in uh palo alto but he's leaving because he's going back home he started this hella good ass chip company it's called masa chips um and he just like quit his job and, and is now full-time rocking this chip company that he basically started a year ago but they're they're hella good he sent me a couple boxes um and they're they're, they're delicious so shout out masa chips they are just straight up they're corn chips um fried in beef tallow so just Ooh. Plain dude, just plain beef tallow is, is hella good. <laughs> we made some nachos with them, they're delicious. Um, I don't know what their website is, but Boston chips are hella good. And then, uh, dude, the last one is oh, I kind of already said it. It's just nice to see the familiar face of Phil out and about this today and, and earlier this week on golf social media. Um, I know he's been painted and got a lot of flack for some good reasons, but. Good to see him. Two years ago, yeah. we were we were all talking about fireside chats with Phil. And I so, know. You know it's, it's, how crazy that, that how how crazy two years makes. Uh, <laughs> one other up that I forgot. March Madness starts tomorrow. Every sports fan in, de in degenerate Hell gambler's yeah. favorite time of year. Um, it's uh, going to be exciting. So, hell yeah, San Diego State versus Charleston tomorrow. One of my old players, Darion Trammell. Tramel, excuse me. Shout out to him too. Let's go. All right, dude. Um, I think we'll get together again either next week or the week after 
uh, to follow up on Valspar and, and whatever else, maybe, maybe, maybe a little preview of the, uh, the tournament golf we got going on here at the end of the month. And, and shout out to our boy Taylor's fire NC2 day, 2A bracket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, got thir- we got 33 this year. Shout out to Taylor. <laughs> T-Mac. We love you. All right, bud. Uh, <laughs> until next time. Catch you later. <laughs>